so I just wrote what was on my heart and, and what now feels like part two of that story of like how to heal from that in a way that's not about leaving, but about arriving somewhere else. Welcome to Long Live the Music, a podcast from It's All Dead, made by music fans for music fans. I'm Kyle Hawk. Welcome to Long Live the Music. This is your host, Kyle Hawk. Oh, wait, no, it's not. It's me, Nadia Alves. How are we doing out there today? Hey, Nadia, it's Kyle. Are you taking over the podcast? What's going on here? I sure am, because we're talking to Kevin of Valley Heart today for the release of their new album, Heal My Head, out June 3rd. Very interesting. You have been talking to me about Valley Heart for a while, uh, as you do, always keeping me in the in the mix on the cool bands. Uh, how did how did Valley Heart come onto your radar? Where did you first hear about them? They're up. They're from like around where you're at, right? They sure are. They are from Boston, um, and I am from Providence, which is about an hour outside there. Um, but yeah, I love a good local band, and it actually took me a lot longer to find them than I wanted. Uh, I guess like hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Like I always wish that I had, you know, been into the the local bands for longer. Um, But yeah, I have like some friends in the scene who kind of know about them and like from back in their younger days. Um, And I have friends who saw them when they were in their old band, stuff like that. So I don't know. I think it's been kind of interesting to watch them uh, grow up and then kind of watch me like fall back into uh, their lap, I guess, for lack of a better term, um, and kind of land where I am now, which is a full-fledged fan. Yeah, well, I think I am too. It's been fun to kind of get to explore their discography leading up to this conversation we've got with with Kevin Klein. And um, the first thing that jumps out to me, like we talk all the time about bands that make big leaps for- forward at certain points and Heal My Head, this new album feels like exactly that. Like I've been listening to all their past stuff, but you listen to this new album and there's just a a polish and a focus to it that feels... Um, it just feels fantastic. It feels like a really awesome, focused, intentional progression for the band. I don't know if you felt that way listening to it, but um, it definitely stands out when you you listen to it of like, whoa, okay, this band is is moving forward in some really cool ways. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like so fresh and clean to me. Um, in a way, I feel like some of the newer emo music, alternative music, whatever you want to call it, hasn't um, in a while. So it's kind of a fun new take for me. I think I'll be banging it in the summer. Nice. Well, uh, let's do it. Uh, you're going to interview Kevin. Uh, I'll be there too, but let's jump into it. This is uh, Nadia's interview with Kevin Klein of Valley Heart. All right. Uh, very excited to welcome Kevin Klein of Massachusetts uh, rock trio Valley Heart to the show today. We're excited to talk about a number of things today. We're primarily going to be uh, focusing on the, the new album, which is less than a week away from release, I believe, at this point. So, Nadia, I'm going to let you kind of like uh, take us off here. Yeah, sure. So the album does release June 3rd, which is next Friday. Um, and I was graciously afforded an advance of the album. I love it so far. I cannot wait for release day. I want to talk about a few things uh, regarding the album first. Um, and I want to talk about the main influences for Heal My Head. I feel like it's a lighter album compared to some of your other work. Um, so I kind of was wondering where the changes uh, were from past production, uh, things like that. Yeah. So, you know, I think that 
happened naturally. Um, I don't think it'd be accurate to say like we were necessarily aiming for like a brand new sound or anything like that. We definitely still wanted to, it to feel like a, you know, an alternative rock album or a rock album. Um, but I think, yeah, we just got excited about tapping into some new influences. And um, I always love when bands mature and, and also progress in a way that retains their initial sound that I love, that I might've fell in love with on their first album or first EP. Um, but I always find it really cool when, when bands are able to sort of morph that sound into a different, some, you know, uh, a new context of sound with their own sound. So I think in some ways we tried doing that with this record of saying, cool, like what makes Valley Heart, Valley Heart. Um, and how do we take that and not write the same album that we did last time, but something that feels new, that feels like a fusion of things that we're maybe into right now and things that we've been influenced by. And there was a lot of sort of pulling from, uh, you know, sort of late nineties, early two thousands, almost like soft rock, uh, you know, stuff, we joke about it, but like stuff that you like hear at the dentist that a kid as a kid or like at a CVS. And it's like those songs that you don't really know who sings them, but you just know them. And they're sort of really soaked in your subconscious. Um, fell in love with that like genre again, now that it's been long enough time. And there's something deeply nostalgic about, I think a lot of those artists and a lot of those songs like early Coldplay, you know, the fray and like things like that. So there's definitely a big influence of, you know, that whole sound, and didn't want to completely go into that, but wanted to take that as sort of a marker of, of where we wanted to sort of fuse the old Valley Heart sound with this sound. And Heal My Head was kind of the product of, of that fusion. Yeah, for sure. And so along with that, you guys also had a change in production as well, moving from Rise Records to Tooth & Nail. Um, so how has this process been different for you guys, taking that new influence from the, you know, motifs that you guys are looking for, uh, into the tooth and nail process. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been really great. Yeah. It's, they're solid and, and have, it's been really cool working with them. And, um, I think inadvertently some of the sounds that we're sort of toying with are reminiscent of early tooth and nail bands, which is funny, which is definitely not intentional, but something that is sort of lining up pretty neatly. Um, but other than that, I mean, super good so far, so good. Yeah, I kind of feel like you guys um, remind me a lot of the golden age of Tooth & Nail, like those pop rock bands that we all used to love. I always listened to your past stuff and like really felt you guys would fit in uh, pretty well with Tooth & Nail. So I'm kind of glad to see you guys have moved in that direction. Yeah, yeah, it's felt like a good fit so far and it's been, it's been nice. Yeah, so the next thing is the thing about Heal My Head that excites you guys the most. Uh, your favorite tracks, your favorite lyrics, anything that really has stuck out to you guys about this process. Um, my favorite right now has been Warning Signs. Um, mm, that's one of my favorites, too. It was hard not to have that one as one of the singles because, uh, yeah, we all, we all love it. Um, but I think ultimately it's one of the more different ones on the album. Um, and to have it as a single maybe felt a little too left field. But I still there's a place in my heart where it's like maybe we'll do like a video for it later or something because I really love that song. Um yeah, uh, it's hard with, I, I don't seldom feel sort of equally proud and excited for every song on a record. Sometimes I'm like, oh, there's sort of obvious favorites and obvious, like that one didn't come out so well, but really feeling good about a lot of them. I think what's really fun to jacket, your favorite jacket's really fun to play and, and really proud of how that one came out uh, visually as well, with sort of the video we did. Um, 
you know, uh, Warning Signs as well. I, I love that song. And The Days, the last, the second to last song, I really, really love as well. And I can't speak for the other guys like, of what their favorites are, but I know your favorite jacket, The Days, um, The Numbers. Yeah, there's, we, we love them all. They're all our children. I would agree with that. <laughs> I think they're all pretty solid tracks. Um, and I do like the choice of singles you guys have gone with so far. I feel like they really do round out the album really well. I think you guys made some great choices there. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's cool to hear knowing that you've heard the record and, and uh, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. So what is the main thing you guys want us to take away from the album as a whole? I know in the past you guys have talked a lot about, you know, healing from church trauma, things like that, which is something that I um, like resonate very well with. Uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of where I come from. And honestly, what drew me to your sound as a whole. Um, so I think it's been kind of interesting um, like to see you guys kind of move past some of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, what's the main thing you want us to kind of come away with here? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think our last record, Everyone I've Ever Loved, uh, really dove deeply into the dynamic of church trauma and growing up in the church and evangelicalism. Um, and, you know, I always say this, but it was never my intention to sort of write such a specific album. In some ways it was, but it was one of those things. And I think this happens with, with records that I make, or I think people, I've heard other people say this, it's sort of this thing where you're in the thick of making something and you sort of know what you're doing, but you're like so close to the thing that you're not really sort of seeing the big picture um, until it's done and it's out there and it's interacting with other people's stories. And then you're sort of just another, you made the art, but you're also just viewing what the thing is in its, in its of itself. And I think with our first album, there was a lot of that of like, wow, like this is, heavily about church. Not that again, not that I was unaware of that, but there's a sense of like, wow, there's a narrative here that really sort of threads that was otherwise unintentional from the beginning. And that's always worked out for me just to like, not try to conceptualize it too broadly from the beginning, not to be like, all right, we're going to write an album about, you know, leaving the church, just like write what's true on my heart. And that always translates authentically. And, and somehow it all, it feels cohesive at the end. So with Heal My Head, it was sort of the same thing where it's like, well, I don't want to try to force something. Because I think for some people, we've been known to sort of be a band that like sings about that stuff. And that's really cool. Um, but I didn't want to just do that to do it again or to write the same story. Or, you know, I wanted it to be natural and as the first record was. So I just wrote what was on my heart and, and what now feels like part two of that story of like how to heal from that in a way that's not about leaving, but about arriving somewhere else, you know? Um, and I think a lot of the songs sort of examine when you remove that piece of identity that you still feel connected to somehow, but are really sort of str- struggling with or have struggled with. Um, where do you land? Where, where do you find your hope? Where, where do you find your friendships? Um, you know, questions that still have no answers in a lot of ways, but questions that a goal for this album is to get people thinking about their mental health and and connection to each other and vulnerability and authenticity and the concept of achievement in our lives and the concept of time passing. So there's tons of motifs and tons of stuff in there that, um, again, I didn't try too hard to be conceptual about it, but just write what felt natural. But looking back now, it feels like a continuation of the story of, I think, looking for hope and identity. Uh, Nadi, I want to jump in real quick and, and ask a follow up there because I you were, I, I think that's really interesting. And one of the main things that our site and the podcast kind of focuses on is just kind of that, uh, 
know, personal connection we have with music and the community that creates and how we work through these things together through the music that we love. And yeah. um, I, I think when I'd seen the uh, press release for this album, you talked, I mean, kind of what you were just saying of like you uh, said specifically, you know, when you're opening that door to dealing with that past trauma, there's a lot of pain to sift through. I'm trying to create a language for listeners to have those conversations. Um, mm-hmm. That line really stuck out to me when I read it. Cause I feel like that's, that's kind of like what we, that's what we talk about of like when you're on the listener end of the music, that's kind of what you want to have happen. But I'm wondering yeah. when you talk about uh, creating a language for listeners to have those conversations, if there's like a specific thing that, that means to you or a way that you've seen it manifest in your own life that has been powerful. Absolutely. Well, I think for much of my adolescent life, it was sort of faith in the community I had in that. And I think what was so dissonant about leaving that sort of con- conceptually, but also communally, was you sort of lose that language and you lose your frame of reference of how you process those things. And you're still left with all the trauma that we all have, right? We all have stuff that we've been through and lost and all that stuff. And I think for me, the, the thing that got me through those moments where I felt just like otherwise disconnected and, and confused about how to process those things was music and was songwriting and, and hearing other people's story and, and hearing them go through it or be past it or maybe not even be past it, but just hearing someone express how they're going through it in real time. There was There's just this unreal sense of connection and, and of relatability and of hope that comes through that that really carried me and forever in debt to, to, to the art of people that have meant that in my life. And I think for this album, it's like, well, I, I want to do that for people as well. And I want to tell my story and uh, create that language again, whether it's about vulnerability or about mental health in so many ways or about aging or, or there's so there's concepts in there that I just want to get people thinking and talking about it with their own friend group and, and families and uh, hopefully provide that same sort of platform that helped me when I was in time of need. Yeah. And I actually heard friends in the foyer first um, when I was listening to Gleamer's Spotify radio station. And that's kind of what made me dive into the discography uh, a oh, little cool. bit. Um, but yeah, like when you said, you know, straight from the altar, I, as soon as I heard that, I said, oh, this is, this is going to hit me in a way that I think I haven't been hit before in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so interesting to hear you say that, like from, you know, from each perspective. Um, yeah. I just think it's really meaningful. Yeah. There's this weird phenomenon that happens at, in songwriting, but I think it just art specifically where sometimes the more you narrow in on like a specific situation or memory or situation, it has this like effect where it sort of broadens out and like becomes even more relatable, even the more specific you get, which shouldn't make sense, right? You should think, oh, I should just write a general song about life. But sometimes these like images that might be niche to some people, but when you resonate and tap into that sort of relatability, it really wraps up a sense of there's a common thread here in our humanity. And I think that's what's so powerful about music, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So jumping off of that, I feel like some of the visuals for the past albums have been a little bit on the darker side. Um, the videos for Heal My Head uh, thus far have been a lot lighter. There's a lot more colors. Um, is there like a stylistic choice you guys made or is that just kind of to go with the feel of the album itself? You know, I think that just parallels my personal sense of style and of aesthetic. I mean, there's not sort of this like grand intentionality with it. Um, it just... Yeah, this kind of been a theme of like, know what you're doing, but also like, 
trust your body and your sense and like your creative decision making to like lead you where it feels natural right so there wasn't like a moment where it's like all right we need brighter video like we need bright it's just kind of like whatever feels natural like do it and it's like cool like this feels like this is becoming a theme or a thread and with like the dots and like the colors like you know they sort of link up to each of the 12 of the songs and you know there's 12 hours in a day and a big concept of the theme of the record is time or there's 24 hours but 12 hours in the clock and so there's sort of all these threads sort of emerging and with color theory and all this stuff so when we started talking about the visuals and the music videos and all that stuff it just felt natural to sort of lean into that sort of sense that i was getting from from within myself and that we were feeling influenced by and have otherwise feel, felt influenced by with movies or, or, or fashion or anything like that it just feels like us and that's always the goal it's like never to create an atmosphere that feels like a certain way other than sort of what we feel like we're into at the time or what feels genuine and true. So yeah, I think finding that middle ground in the, uh, in the music videos and in the, um, the pictures and all that stuff is, is what we're working towards. Yeah, absolutely. I love how the album feels like so well-rounded, like you talk about it being, you know, symbolic of a clock. Um, like even the fact that the first and the last tracks do that kind of like fade in and out of each other. Um, yeah. I just love like a well-rounded album cycle and that just feels like what you guys are putting forth here. So I'm really excited about it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I love records that do that and, and definitely was trying to, you know, not a first that, you know, people do that, but I was like, this feels like an album that needs that sort of flow, you know? Absolutely. Love it. Kyle, do you have anything to add? Anything you want uh, to talk about? No, I think you're capturing it well here. I, it's it's interesting to hear you again, because we, we talk a lot about just the way, um, you know, we're all kind of uh, maybe old souls uh, when it comes to the way that we consume music, you know, um, and kind of what you're talking about with this album sort of fits that mold. Do you... Uh, and I, you know, in any of your past experience at a couple different labels now and putting on different EPs and albums, like you've kind of had a specific vision of the way this rolls out, Has, you know, the way people consume music now is different than it was, you know, even five, 10 years ago. And the way that labels are promoting music as it comes out is different than it was. I mean, it, it seems like it was really important to you to have this be like a cohesive thing that people need to experience a certain way. Um, do you feel that like uh, have you felt any sense in the past of like oh this is a non-traditional style or this is you know there's a lot of bands that just aren't doing it that way anymore right right they're doing more eps or singles and sort of yeah reining in on that um yeah i don't know i think part of it was intentional part of it just felt natural again um yeah, I mean, I, I my thought process was, what do I have to gain by just putting out like a bunch of singles, which we're going to do anyways for the record. But again, it came back to what spoke to me the most and what helped me the most were out sometimes just full albums that told a story or inspired me, like just like you watch a movie or you know. And I think I think there's a time and a place for everything, right? And I think knowing your lane and who you are is really important. And I think there are some people who are doing the single short bit thing really well and, and they're successful at it. And I'm not here to discredit that at all. But I think when I take a look at like the art that I make and what I love to do and what feels true to me and what resonates, there's definitely more of a sense of connectivity with, within songs and, and these songs just felt right as an album. Right. So it's like some people are making short films, but some people are making feature films and maybe TV shows are more popular, but there, are, there will always be people making movies. Right. So I think, 
to know that that space still exists and not to be like, well, this space is ending. Like we need to go here. It's like, well, take a minute and see, well, where do you have something to say? And maybe there'll be a season where you do want to try something else out and a different tactic. Um, but for this time, it felt really right. It's just, you know, let's make an album and, and let's try to inspire people from like a whole piece of work where all these songs tell a story together and might be harder in the long run, but I, I or in the short run, but I think in the long run, it'll sort of dig deeper roots in, in people's, uh, consciousness so yeah for sure so moving into kind of a future perspective um COVID has kind of gone up and down and up and down and up and down uh but we are kind of getting back into the touring scene are you guys looking forward to getting into any of that uh what are your future plans for uh the heal my head cycle yeah so with COVID being weird and things sort of getting back very quickly um we're still figuring it out. I think we're, we're booking some shows for the summer and the fall and some stuff, you know, in the U S um, the goal is to get it on the road as much as possible. Um, so we're, we're taking steps. Nothing's sort of set in stone yet, but we're going to start with what we can and, and hopefully just keep growing that and going to new cities and new places we haven't been. And uh, that's definitely the goal for this album cycle. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Um, and so what are you guys looking forward to not even touring, but as a band, like, are you guys looking forward to evolving more? Are you looking forward to getting comfortable in a, in like a sonic spot for you guys? Mm. Um, like what is, what's your next move from here? Yeah. I'm excited to put this album out. I've, I experience sometimes like musical congestion or sometimes people say constipation, but I find that to be a little more, a little more intense. Um, even though things have been done, I struggle to like, really take on mentally a new project of whatever the next thing is for Valley Heart songwriting wise until something is like out. I'm always writing songs, but to sort of have that out will feel really good, I think. And maybe even weird, but I'm excited to just release it and, and have conversations about the album and let it do its thing. Um, something we've been talking about that we're really excited about is playing these songs live, but not to just play them to sort of emulate exactly what's on the record, but I think once a song goes live, it's almost like a different, there's a mind of its own and it can sort of turn into a different version or like, you know, recording is a snapshot of what that song is at the time. Right. And I think sometimes we think of, Oh, that's the song that it's what it is. And in some ways it is, but I love seeing when artists take songs, how they were recorded and there's just a, a difference in the live arrangement or something that, you know, something might hit harder live than it does on the record. And, it just like sounds bigger or something. And I'm excited to see where those songs lead us live and, and what are the spaces that we can, you know, on the record it's at 70%, but we can like take it into overdrive to a hundred percent or maybe even pull back at some parts that are a little louder on the record. So just having to play with those dynamics live, uh, I think we're really excited about. Yeah. And so you guys uh, just announced the other day that you are going to be hosting a release day uh, party. Yeah. Are you, are you guys coming out? I will be. Uh, Kyle oh, lives cool. far away, but I'll be uh, there. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that so, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah we're tell gonna, us about that. It's going to be fun. It's June 3rd. Uh, the day the album comes out, we're going to... So Zach, our drummer, uh, bar manages at a bar called Gulu Gulu Cafe in Salem. And we're renting out the space and we're going to be listening to the record straight through, watching all the music videos, um, but also showing some studio footage from the time it was recorded. And there's going to be some cool things like on-site screen printing for sort of like vintage uh, thrifted shirts that we got. It's going to be sort of like just a unique, every piece is different 
thing and we're going to have a playlist of the songs that are on the record but also songs that influence the record just sort of playing in the background as we hang out some like special craft cocktail stuff that we're doing so yeah it's going to be a lot of fun and uh we're really excited about it yeah i cannot wait and yeah, I guess I will see you guys there. Oh, yeah, be so looking fun. forward to um, meeting you. But yeah, thank you so much for being on the pod. We are so excited about Heal My Head. Um, and yeah, we wish you guys so much luck with this next cycle. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. All right. That was uh, Kevin Klein again of Valley Heart. Uh, so great of him to take time to chat with us. Nadia, uh, Great conversation. Um, what were what were some of the things that stood out to you uh, from that? You know, I think um, just the fact that they truly do love what they do. Kevin talks so fondly of, you know, the music that he's been making currently with the guys. Um, and I think that's what excites me even more about the album is that you truly have a band who is totally, wholly invested into the product that they're making. And it really does come through. Yeah, I thought it was cool that like, you know, we talk a lot about mental health on this show. And in some ways in recent years, it's almost become a buzzword that manifests itself in ways that don't feel like authentic or true to like what the true conversation is. But he seems to really get it. And it seems to be something that's really important to them as a band to dive into authentically and start conversations that are like productive and helpful. Uh, I thought that was really awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, Heal My Head is coming out this Friday, uh, so check it out. Pre-order if you haven't, and uh, be on the lookout for Heal My Head from Valley Heart via Tooth & Nail Records this Friday. Uh, That is going to do it for this episode of Long Live the Music. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Come subscribe to our podcast if you haven't, and uh, visit us at itsalldead.com. That's it for this episode. I'm Kyle Hawk. This is Nadia. Hi, Nadia. Hey, see you guys later. Thanks for listening to Long Live the Music. If you like our show, come find us on Twitter and Facebook at It's All Dead. And of course, come visit our website, itsalldead.com. <laughs>